I know so many people that could successfully be working, but their demographics not covered in campaigns. So they're not able to work as often. Welcome back to the Model Memo. In this episode, I chatted with the lovely Brittany Mason. She is an amazing model. We conversed on so many topics such as the transition to the modeling industry, artistic inspiration and expression, versatility, size inclusivity, and limits that are put on models. So let's get the memo. Can you just dig into really who you are, what you do, and just what your passions are? Uh, right now I've been primarily focusing on content creating because it allows me to work from home, but I am also a model as well. So beauty, fashion, e-com, anything you can think of, commercial. Yeah, totally. And you have such a versatile portfolio. I mean, you have really done it all. You've done ads and I mean, I think you were in Walmart, I think on yeah. advertisement for a makeup brand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> incredible you did lady gaga's makeup line um you've done sephora you've done i mean you've literally been in everything um so yeah that's incredible congratulations on all that thank you i appreciate it yeah absolutely so what really got you interested in the modeling world what was really your introduction to the fashion industry well i know growing up you know most models like the story is like oh someone said you should model but i was like super shy so that was a no (laughs) i was like absolutely (laughs) not (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, But I think the one thing that started was like, I went away for college for a little bit. And well, no, before that, you know how you have uh, senior photos for school. That was like the first like so-called photo shoot. So that was like the first time I was like, oh, maybe I could do this. And then um, I got away for school. They had a natural hair pageant. And so I wore my hair in curls and they had, you know, like most pageants have like the, the swimwear portion, the dressy portion the talent portion and so I thought that was pretty cool and I was like this must be what it's like to be on like a runway it wasn't but I thought it was (laughs) um and then I had a couple friends on campus that are like oh you should try it and I was like oh no like you know I thought this was scary but I had friends that like really encouraged me and a couple people with cameras on campus that would take pictures of me around campus so that was the first start yeah yeah did you ever think your career would blow up the way that it has no (laughs) not at all because you know in the beginning I didn't know what I was doing obviously I wasn't getting paid because you have to prove yourself to people and prove that you know a business is worth paying you're doing that they should put a budget behind you for stuff although it's a bit tricky at first but you kind of just keep saying yes to stuff and you know try to decipher what's going to be important and what isn't yeah for sure yeah I mean I I think it's really um, awesome that you've kind of worked your way up because I think so many models that you're willing to admit that because a lot of models think or people that are you know aspiring models they assume that oh I want to you know it's gonna happen to me right away and that's not necessarily true you know it took me eight years and it's crazy because I know for a while especially like okay so a lot of these companies they specifically want to see like your more natural features so and things about you so like, for example, I used to wear a lot of wigs and that was like kind of turning away companies because they wanted to see natural curls and stuff. But I really? didn't I didn't get that that was a thing or at least for for African-American and African women. That's a thing where they want to see natural hair or anybody with curly hair. Really, they want to see wow. whether you're natural or what looks like it would be natural for you. So I was wearing, you know, a lot of wigs and that's not like if you look at commercials and stuff, you'll see people only with like natural they don't want anything that right. like, makes you more glamorous or anything like that. So any bold hair colors, stuff like that, it's not really wanted for commercial stuff. So 
um, I think things really started making progress when I cut my hair off and because then it was like it's all about face when you cut your hair <laughs> yeah that's so true I haven't even thought of it like that yeah no because your head is you have I mean your head is shaved and I mean it really showcases your face in such like a really beautiful way it's really uh, amplifies your features on your face yeah absolutely absolutely so oh yeah for sure so I must ask you, since you have done so much, your portfolio is insane. I must ask you, where does your artistic inspiration come from when it comes to modeling? Um, that's a really good question. Honestly, like I just think about what the project is and how can I best, if we're showing products, what's the best way to show the products? Or if I'm not sure what I'm doing, how would I envision? How would I envision that? product being advertised so that's one thing like if it's cosmetics if it's skincare you know you just kind of try stuff out and I think just have like a range of poses I think that's a huge thing just have a range of poses and follow directions like if a photographer says oh I don't like that or hey can we try something else like don't be embarrassed and like overthink you kind of have to just try something else just say oh that didn't work let's try something else but most times as long as you're giving like a range of different things they're pretty much happy with that as long as you're not just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to move. You got to move. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it also has to make sense, too. Because I've, I've seen a lot of times where people will do poses that don't apply to what we're, what's being shot. So it has to make sense for what it, you know, whatever you're working on. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And the cohesiveness of it as well. Um, I have to ask you, too. You've done a lot of shoots and you've shot with a different, you know, a lot of different companies, a lot of different well-known companies as well. Um, what was your favorite shoot that you've ever done? Ooh. I've had a lot. I mean, it, like, the thing is, because every experience has been different. Right. Um, let's see. I guess it depends on category, too. I think as far as beauty, my favorite things have been Sephora, for sure, because that's, you know, something that people have actually been able to see. Wet n' Wild was fun, too, because I had, you know, a bunch of my mutuals on social media and people that, you know, that I've connected with send me pictures from all over. So I like that. Um as also, I think as far as skincare, uh, I had the op- opportunity to work with Tony Braxton for her, her body care line. So I thought that was amazing. Oh, that's awesome. A lot of us grew up listening to her. So that was really nice. Um, and then recently, I had the opportunity to feature in multiple music videos for this actor that I really like. So that was really nice. Yeah, no, that's amazing that you've been able to do that. And again, you are a self-made woman and you've been working this for, did you say eight years, I believe? Yes. Uh, that's crazy because that's I mean people might say oh that's such a long time it's not though because in the fashion industry it's constantly moving you know it's a hit or a miss well it was a long time I guess considering the fact that I wasn't working for most of that time I was just doing a lot of collaborations but I think the main thing is just being open like you know I think people will get into this industry and they're like I want to get paid and they'll turn down opportunities to even build portfolio so I did so many shoots that weren't paying me you know sometimes I was breaking even on the travel cost or or inconveniencing myself because I didn't have the money to get there but I was like I just need to get there so I had this rule that no matter what unless I absolutely couldn't try to get there by any means even if I'm like gonna arrive on e like just get there like that's not safe obviously but I just had like a no quitter mentality yeah (laughs) totally yeah no I I understand that yeah I mean it's such a hustle and I respect that because again your work ethic um, clearly is insane. And I, yeah, I'm very, like, I very much, you're very much an inspiration to me and I'm sure so many other people. Um, so yeah, absolutely. 
Yes. So we're going to move on to rapid fire. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. All right. What is one thing that you cannot live without? Ooh. uh, Makeup. Makeup? (laughs) Yeah. Relatable. (laughs) I love makeup. What's your favorite makeup brand? Ooh. Okay. I think as far as indie brands, I'd have to say L.E.J. Beauty. She's based out of Jersey and she's amazing. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) cool. If you could change one thing about the modeling industry, what would it be and why? Inclusivity. And I think the limits that are put on people, because as I discussed before, as far as like deeper complected models, a lot of us are expected to only have curly hair in order to book. Like it's a lot harder if you're wearing straight hair and stuff like that. So I think I wish they'd open that more and then save with size inclusivity as well. And also widening the range of like races that they book for jobs, because I know so many people that could successfully be working, but their demographics not covered in campaigns. So they're not able to work as often, if mm-hmm. at all. So, Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What are your overall views on social media? I think it's a great tool to connect with brands and to get your work out there because I've, I've been able to use it to connect with people in different states and countries and also been able to make a lot of new friends too through similar interests like makeup and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. It's such a tool. And um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's an amazing tool, especially for networking and building your portfolio and meeting with photographers and oh yeah, totally. It's also cool because if you're traveling somewhere, you can notify somebody like, Hey, I'm, you know, obviously people have to be safe and use their common sense. But if you're, there's somebody you want to connect with and you're traveling to Germany, you can connect with a makeup artist in Germany, Germany or a photographer. And I think that the main thing is people should just use it to not con- um, compare to, because a lot of people are like, Oh, well, that person has this. And I wish I had this. It's possible for anybody to build up their platforms if they're consistent. And, you know, the biggest thing that like, I see that kind of like frustrates me at the same time, but I'm just like, okay, is that a lot of people don't realize you have to engage with people. Um, I see all the time people like my engagement's slow and nobody's showing love to my posts, but I'm like, do you go and comment on people's stuff? Do you go out of your way to go show love to people? So if you don't do that, you can't expect that, you know, because regardless of account size, you know, you can have a hundred followers and you can have high engagement because you've built a community. So you have to build a community if you're putting out content. You know, a lot of times people just want people to be their fans and that's not how that works. I don't act that way on any of my platforms. So. Right. Yeah, no, that's good advice. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you know, keep your, uh, keep your, I want to say your tribe maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah because look what happens when you pull, if you were to come up with a product, let's say you don't engage with anybody, you don't respond to comments, you don't comment on their stuff and you start a new product. Why well, now you're going to be fighting to try to get them to like purchase these products that from a person they don't connect with yeah yeah that's true that's true and a lot of people they expect it too i, I love that you said that because a lot of people think well you know i don't have to you know support anyone everyone's just going to support me and mm-hmm. that's not true yeah it's not like i've been able to build an amazing community on tiktok mostly people that love makeup and fashion and stuff like that because i've gone out of my way to take interest in what they have going on and so i think it should be a two-way street because like I said, all I see is complaints about people not growing or they're not liking the platform, right. <laughs> but they don't show love to anybody. So that's huge. Yeah. Show the love, guys. Show the love. <laughs> <laughs> From a genuine place. <laughs> yes. For sure. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give to anyone who is an aspiring model? Um, honestly, be open to constructive criticism, but also figure out what type of modeling you'd like to do. I would say focus on commercial stuff because everybody wants to be a runway model, but that doesn't pay. Like, I don't, 
I'm not anti, but I don't specifically go out of my way to do runway shows because it doesn't lead to income. Like, unless you're signed to an agency for that, you're going to be doing a bunch of free stuff only, and it's never going to lead to paid stuff. You can meet hundreds of people at these events, but it doesn't lead to work. So that's the tricky thing about the fashion industry, because unless you're getting booked for like a campaign for a website, you're not getting paid. If you're doing a runway show, I've, I know very few people that are getting booked for a runway. It's not a like everybody wants to be a runway model, but you're not getting paid for that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You're there for 12 yeah. hours, eight to 12 hours sometimes, no food. Sometimes they're like, yeah, <laughs> they don't feed you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've heard a lot of stories about that as well. Um, yeah, no, I that's very true. Yes. And lastly, I must ask you, who is your favorite model of all time? Ooh, that is hard. I guess I would have to say Naomi, because I guess that would be, you know, one of the first few people that I was aware of starting out. Yeah, totally. She's an icon. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, thank you so much for joining, Brittany. This has been such an amazing time just listening to you and your story and your knowledge. You're just so full of knowledge. And I'm just so happy to have had you on the show. Of course. Thank you so much for having me.